1: This episode is sponsored by the Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal. Over the past four years, I have had the opportunity to help over 30 women identify, accept, and take action in the parts of their lives where they feel stuck. My heart's desire is to do that with every woman I come in contact with, but the truth is that's not realistic. So instead, I created a prayer journal that goes through that same journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal is designed for you to dig deep and answer questions that will pull out where you are stuck on your journey this Land prayer journal consists of six sections of journal prompts and areas for reflections for when you want to dig a little deeper and um, just take your thoughts to another level. Whether it takes you six weeks or six months to complete, I promise you will not regret it. Head on over to my website at www.feliciawallace.com and select the books tab to make your purchase. If you are ready to find your fears and slay them, go to www.feliciawallace.com, select books and get your coffee today. Hey, Slayers, welcome back to another episode of Slaying Stuff Doll Podcast. I am here with Marcia Cole, the empowerment speaker, breakthrough strategist, y'all. Me and Marcia have been knowing each other for a minute, ducking each other. She was trying to duck me on getting on this podcast. And I said, girl, not another year, okay? I have been on her YouTube, uh, Facebook Live. I have been a speaker at her conference last year. And I said, now... Now you're going to have me out here doing all this work and <laughs> you're not going, you're not going to return the faith of us. So Marcia, thank you so much for joining us.
2: Thank you. I'm so excited to be here.
1: Yes, I'm excited for you. So first of all, I have to say thank you because, um, last year being able to be a part of the conference, um, and now of course now faith, come on, uh, Faith focus focused and finishing strong, right? Um, What was interesting about being asked to do that, it was like, it was a prayer from the, the year before of me asking God, like, I want to do more speaking events, right? And I want, you know, I had the podcast, I had the coaching, but I wanted to do speaking. And so being on that, I had done other stuff like virtual, but like in person. So that was my first in-person panel event. And I was like, Lord, like, thank you. On top of the fact that my word... For 2022 was focus. Mm-hmm. So while I was there and sitting, and when you had the big sign up behind everybody, I'm sitting and looking at it, and I said, "My God!" And it took me a minute. Like I was in the midst of the conference when I was like, "That is my word. Like my word for the year is here." And and where am I? I am right here. Okay. So I just have to thank you for that because you allowed me to add speaker. My resume okay, because I was like, hey, baby, don't listen. (laughs) The price has gone up, the price has gone up. (laughs) Um, but so I have been connected to you for a while and I know what it is that you do, and I know how powerful of a speaker that you are. But some of the listeners may not know who you are, so can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started?
2: Listen, I'm just a girl who's allowing God to use her. Say I it. I am a child of the Most High King. I am only here to live for His purpose. I am Him to amplify my voice and to allow His light to shine through me. She about
1: to start, y'all. She about to start.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna pipe it down a little bit because you know. Um, but so long story short, I grew up a fatherless child. But then as I got older, I realized who my father was and Mm. that my father has always been there. My heavenly father, that even though my physical father was not present, that my heavenly father was always present and will always be present. And so I had this false identity. I identify with being a fatherless child. Yeah. But that wasn't my identity. That's not who I was. That's not who I was created to be. Mm. And because of that, I had self-doubt. I had fear. I had insecurities. I mean, whatever you want to call it, name it. These freckles on my face, I hated them. Mm. Um, and so as I got older, now see, I grew up, my family is all about church. You know, the foundation was there. I'm originally from North Carolina. We moved to Merlin. But then when we moved to Merlin, we didn't go to church like we did back home mm-hmm. go on special occasions. But I've always knew God. I always knew the importance of prayer and the importance of giving the importance of serving. Yeah. Um. And so that foundation was always there. But then when I went through something in life and I knew that the only it was two things that I had to do. I had to find myself in God and I mm. had to heal. And I knew that the only two ways that I could heal was to develop my relationship with God mm-hmm. and as well as get therapy. I'm a yeah. believer of God in therapy.
1: Yes. G- I, the the and people so know I, Jesus in therapy. Okay. Jesus in therapy. therapy.
2: And when I took that journey and I realized who God was, because first see, you got to understand who he is. Yes. Right. And then you understand who you are. And I was also the girl who public speaking. What you want me to do? What? No. In front of the class. No. In front of people. (laughs) No, I'm not the one that's going to volunteer. Be like me, me, me. Choose me. No, don't. choose me. I'm not the one that speaks up. I was very timid, very shy. You was
1: like pick somebody else before the meme became popular. (laughs)
2: Right, I was like the Moses. Like you want who you want who to speak. Like are you at the right address? Right, like, right, right. right. You got the right. This is you. You sure, Marcia Cole? And um, but once I really started to embrace who I was, once I was able to heal from the things of childhood traumas that I went through, mm. and once I was able to truly find my identity in Christ. Then I was able to understand the power that was in my voice, the power Ooh. that was always inside of me. Mm-hmm. See, it was always there. Yes, I started using every chance. I was always a girl that was always very positive, very encouraging. But then I realized the power in my voice that people did need to hear. Yeah. I really don't care what people want to hear.
1: Right, right, right. People yeah.
2: Needed to hear because when God has given you something you gotta, you gotta use it. You
1: gotta do it. Every single, every single time. No, see. And as you were saying that, right. I don't think I noticed before I noticed now, you know, in having this conversation, when you start to use your power, like you go up an octave. Right. And so like, you are like in it, I'm in it. Like you about to get this word. Right. And, um, I think it's, um, I've shared, you know, plenty of times that I really do, um, God has a way of using our trauma and our heartache to be able to restore us, right? And, you know, when he does that, even when the whatever the thing is that got us to that place, it doesn't seem as sad anymore when we know that I, I had to go through through that to get here, right? I had to walk through that. So not only so that I could be stronger for myself, but for I, so that I could be stronger for the person that I'm going to have to bring with me, right? Because other people go through the same thing that we go through. And so when God gives you the lessons and being able to get through that thing and you do not share it with the sister behind you 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 are out of order. I, if ain't nobody else told you, I'm telling you today, you are out of order, okay? And so in, we're going to get to the using your voice and understanding your power, but I want to go back to the beginning, right? I want to go back to the Marcia who was not talking, who was not willing to raise her hand and be like, yes, I'm ready, okay? I want to go back to that person. Like, how has self-doubt showed up throughout your journey?
2: What? <laughs> The seeds that the enemy planted through other people. Ooh. You know, because what people don't realize is if you have a child, even if you don't have children, but you have nieces and nephews or whatever, uh-huh. you got to be careful of the words that you speak to them. Say because the, and those are seeds that the enemy used throughout their lives. He waters them. He shines lights on them. He feeds them. You know what I'm saying? And so me... Not ever being told I was beautiful. Mm. Me knowing that my father didn't accept me, like I had to do a blood test and everything. My mom Ooh. don't even know this, but I overheard her having a conversation of him like denying me. But the test said ninety nine point nine percent. You know, me knowing that he had another family. Mm. Like I'm looking at me like, what's wrong with me? Like, yeah, yeah. Why you know, so if anyone ever told me that I was able, that I was beautiful, whatever it may be that, that I had a voice, you know, I didn't believe it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because
2: my identity was looking at me being a fatherless child, right. not me being a child of God.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so throughout your journey, as you were, um, you know, dealing with this and you, had that transition because you said you had some steps that you needed to do, like you had to identify who you were and the way God sees you. Right. And I think that that sometimes that's very difficult for us. Right. Especially as women, we deal with a lot of unworthiness and, and it is a lot of seeds that are planted on to children, on to men too. So uh, you know, but right now we talk to the ladies because that's who I was called to talk to. Um, take it up with him, not me. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, the seeds that are planted sometimes in us, it could be whispers, right? Like, why you wearing that? Mm, you think you should? You look, you going out like? Do you? Is that? Is that? You really think that's a good idea? You. It's little stuff. That was a doubt, That's doubt, right? Like. When I listened to a sermon and somebody had, or maybe it's a podcast, somebody was like, What's the first question that was asked in the Bible? And it was the serpent asking Eve, Did God really say that? He ain't tell her, Don't eat it. He ain't tell her, No, eat that apple. That's not what he said. He he knew the word just like she knew the word. And all he did was put a seed of doubt in her head. Enough for her to be like, well, did he say that? And that's exactly what happens to us. That's how he gets in our ear. And that's the way other people are putting those thoughts in our, like, you got to think as as children. We we are sponges, right? And so if if it's a blank canvas, whatever you throw on it, that's what we are observing, absor- absorbing, right? And so we have to be mindful about those things. So as you were kind of going through this journey, when did you realize that you needed to? take that shift right and stop living in the identity of a fatherless child and saying okay no who is marcia like really outside of what y'all saying who is marcia
2: wow so i had a place in my my relationship where i was like i am not loving myself Mm. because if i was loving myself that I would not be allowing or accepting certain things. Yeah. And the one thing that I knew is, especially as African American women, is things happen. And you know, you see your, your, your mother, your auntie, your grandmother were strong women. Hmm. You know, you saw how you, you, you saw how they dealt with stuff, but you didn't see them dealing with stuff.
1: Yes. You know what I'm say saying? That. So, I well, don't say so, that. Yes.
2: Right. So we, we put things under a rug. We put, Oh, I'm good. Oh, I mm-hmm. got this. Mm-hmm. I got this. I'm good. Oh, I'm strong or, you know, but we don't really deal with it. Even, even when, when, when our grandparents said, Oh, I'm just going to pray about it. You know, praying is just one thing. We still have a role to play in that.
1: Come on. Come on.
2: And so, I it was like um, a come to Jesus moment, you know, and I was just like, I can't keep living like this.
0: Mm. I
2: can't keep living. See, I was living as a people pleaser. Ooh, you know, I was living to make other people happy or doing things just to get people to love me.
0: Mm. You know?
2: and I was just like I can't I can't I cannot keep living like this I'm broken yeah I, said, I need to lift that rug up and I need to pull everything I need to pull everything out and I need to deal with it I need to face it
1: yeah
2: I had to stop running I had to face it and I knew that the only way I couldn't face it with the world I couldn't face because the world is what got me there.
1: That's and right. I, knew
2: I couldn't face it with the world. And I knew the only thing is God because he's the one who created me.
0: Mm-hmm. And in
2: therapy, you know, and, and it's something about therapy, right? We can go ahead and get any therapist. But I knew I needed someone who was a Christian,
0: mm-hmm.
2: right? Because you can give me everything you learned in school. Yeah. Give me that practical tool, that strategy. Yeah but I need you to take me back to the, to, to the creator. Yeah. Yeah. To take me back to the truth. And so it was just like, I mean, you get tired, you get tired of doing things for other people.
1: Absolutely. To
2: the point that you you lose yourself. And to the point you start asking yourself, like, who am I? What mm. do I like? Mm. Because people, everything with people is temporary, right? Their love is conditional. So yes. Something they're not happy about. What do they do? They they, out. You,
0: they mm-hmm. treating
2: you different. You know. And I got tired of that emotional, like roller coaster dealing with people. Mm-hmm. And I knew I wasn't operating, operating the way that God created me to operate.
1: Okay. No, that is a word. Okay, because. People be trying you every single day, right? And people, the thing about it is people put their expectations on you. People put their experience on you, right? And so um we don't necessarily recognize that sometimes being in relationship with certain people, um, they are incapable of loving you the way you deserve to be loved, or they don't have the capacity to do anything more than what they would what they were taught or what they were given, right? And that's not a a knock to them, but some of this also is our responsibility in knowing what we need, right? And I think that's what you say, like, I I knew that this can't be it, right? This can't be what life is supposed to look. This is not what love looks like. This is not what friendship and kindness. And this can't be what, what... what God said because it don't it ain't like you said I needed the word to be able to say it, it, it love, if God says love is patient and love is kind what is this this is <laughs> this ain't it right and so I think that it's important Um, especially like when we're when I always tell my clients when we're doing this journey like this is about you you have to Look at yourself. You have to be willing to tell the truth about yourself. Now, when you tell the truth about yourself, it's, it's going to bring up some stuff about your mama and your father and your baby father and your auntie and your uncle and your cousin and, and your friend and all that other stuff. But your healing is your responsibility, not mm-hmm. theirs. And people have the tendency to want, I want, I want Marcia, I, you need to change in order for us to stay in relationship together. That is not your responsibility. I need to heal. I need to grow. I need to figure out who it is that God has called me to be. And then I can decide, well, are you in, in alignment with what it is God wants for my life? And you only have to ask that person. I tr- I guarantee you, God will remove them from your life. You'd be like, well, dang, I didn't even know. they just You just left. And that was the end of that. And okay, fine. You know what I'm saying? But no, yeah, I, I Again, we said this earlier, Jesus in therapy. We are advocates, you know, links in the bio. Okay, all of that stuff. I mean, in the I always say bio on this, on this episodes, on these episodes, and it's really the show notes. Like, mm-hmm. child, it'd be too much. So, Marcia, what have you learned about yourself during this journey that you didn't know before?
2: Oh, mm. that has always been in me. Ooh. It's, it's always been in the word says that he formed us in mm. our mother's womb before we were even born, that he is our creator, that he knows what is going to happen before it even happened. Cause he mm. already predestined. He said, I know the plans that I have for you. So everything is already in us that we don't have to look
0: mm.
2: on the outside Because everything that we need is on the inside. Why do you think that the enemy tries to attack our thought life? (laughs) You know, why is he trying to attack your thought life? Yes. He knows. See, like you said earlier, the enemy knows what's on the inside of you. Mm -hmm. He's not coming after you. He's coming after what's on the inside of
1: you. Yes. Yes. He
2: knows once you figure that out. Oh, baby, Mm-mm. it is a dangerous situation.
0: Yes. You yes. are
2: a weapon of mass destruction for the kingdom of the most high God. Mm. It's already inside of you. Yeah. You don't need a degree to tell you that. You don't need a man to tell you that. You don't need initials issues behind your name to tell you that. You don't need a, a certain amount of money in your bank account. You don't need a certain amount of followers. God has already called you. See, God chose us. We didn't choose him.
1: Come on. Come on.
2: He chose us. So we got to stop looking into the world. Like you said, how do you expect people to tell you who you are when they don't even know who they are? Hmm. How do you expect people to love you when they don't even love? How's someone going to love you when they don't even love themselves? What yep. the word said, love your neighbor as, as you love, love yourself. Himself. So if you don't love yourself...
1: You ain't loving your neighbor, <laughs> but that's the part. But so we've, I've been having this conversation recently and I've hated on the show a few times about this. Uh, my husband actually calls them like Bible darts, right? And so when people just take a portion of the scripture, right? Just this one part, but you don't read after the comma, right? You don't read the other part. People will have no problem with saying, you know, love your neighbor, yeah but that it says comma as you love yourself so I'm loving you the way I love myself so if I don't have any love for myself if I don't have any self-worth self-respect any of those things that is what I'm giving you which is the reason why the world is the way it is right now because people are lunching oh every single day right because they don't know they don't but it's such a it's such an easy thing to say, but a hard decision to walk. Now you say God doesn't, we don't choose God, right? God chooses us. That is absolutely true. However, we have a decision to make if we're going to follow him. And I think that's the thing. The thing is sometimes people think like, oh, you know, Christians, right? Or religious people. I'm using my air quotes, people who can't see me, Um it's kind of like this thing, like oh y'all got it all together and blah blah blah. And for me, I'm gonna say this, you know, y'all who don't like it, whatever, it's my show. Uh, I think historically that's the way it is been made to look, right? Like you you have to be picture perfect. You said it earlier, like that strong woman thing. Like we can't, we don't have, we can't look like we've been through something, right? Like how do you work through these things? How do you do life in re- you know in real life? We're just out here using all these words, and I think that. People don't realize that walking with God is hard. It is not an easy task. You have to, he says, you have to die to yourself daily. That means every day that you wake up, every day that he gives you breath, you have to lay down your flesh. You have to lay down the things that you think are are supposed, and you have to say, Lord, guide my path order my steps. That's what that means. That means that every single thing that I do, how I talk to my boss, how I talk to my supervisor, how I talk to my husband, how I talk to my children, how I talk to my neighbor in the car next to me who just cut me off, right? It ain't pieces that you say, "Oh, I'm only I'm I'm, I'm only of God at church." You if you choose to follow God, you follow him every single day. And I think the misconception is Oh, y'all, you know, now that you've done that, your life is perfect, baby. When I tell you, me and God be having it out in this joint sometimes, I'd be like, slim. What what is happening? What is happening? You know what I'm saying? And so I think that as we are talking about this and as we are, you know, when you realize your identity, right? And you were going through this process, what were some of your like practical tips tips and some practical tools that you use to make yourself remember who who who's you are right because it's very like I said following God is hard but when you have to die to your flesh daily sometimes we have to remember certain things to keep us this way right because it's easy to go and be like nah I'm gonna just just I'm gonna give it up I ain't gonna worry about it. so what did you use to like continue to say I'm I'm committed to this process. I'm committed to this journey.
2: Sis, it's a daily <laughs> thing. Like you said, like it's a daily thing. And sometimes it's an hour. It's an hour thing.
1: Moment by you moment. Know,
2: <laughs> as we say yes to God, as we are obedient, as we surrender our hearts and our minds to God, mm-hmm. the enemy comes even harder. He there is not going to take it laying down baby oh oh you want to wake up early and pray i'm gonna go after your kids i Mm. know how to distract you i know how to discourage you oh okay i'm I'm gonna go after your marriage i'm gonna go out oh i'm gonna go out to your finances (sighs) right
1: girl you was preaching go ahead Mm. he
2: doesn't doesn't take anything lying down and i just want to back it up a little bit because you said something you said that people just freed part of the scripture yeah let me tell you something people don't even read Hmm. the scripture Hmm. people Hmm. only hear it through their parents they only Hmm. hear it through the pastor on sunday they never open the bible They don't even open the bible app you know it's one thing to read the daily um version and look i'm not i'm not talking bad about no one because that was once me
1: yeah yeah
2: but this is part of learning right but you can't just read what goes after that line. You got to read what comes before.
1: Right. Yes. That.
2: Yes. You know, you have to read for understanding. You don't understand a word. Look it up. What does mm-hmm. this word mean? And maybe you do know the word, but maybe it don't make no sense.
1: Right. You and on top of that, to answer that, it makes it it differs depending on the season that you're in. Right. So it's a, if it's we believe as believers, it's a living word. So whatever I read at 16 is different from 42. You know what I'm saying? Like, because my life experience is like, oh, that makes so much more sense now. Like I, I can, I, I'm able to put it into life and be able to say that like, this is this is what's happening at this moment. Like I, this resonates with me. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, no, you, you girl, you over here preaching. Go ahead, mm-hmm. go ahead, go so, ahead. So, mm-hmm.
2: you know, we have to learn the difference between religion and relationship, mm. you know, and there's, there's a lot of reasons why a lot of Christians walk away from the faith. They turn away from the church because there are a lot of Christians that are still in the old Testament. Yeah. And they haven't moved to the new Testament. Um, and we have to understand that we are in relationship with God. So just like I can pick up the phone and talk to my girlfriend or my husband, No, I need to pick up the phone and talk to God first. Yes, yes. I need to make him a priority. I need to make him a priority. If I need to make a decision, I need to go to him. And so I had to learn how to develop space for God, not Mm. fit God in my schedule, Mm. but fit my schedule around God. And the other thing is I'm in a relationship with God. I can't compare my relationship with God to another person's relationship with God. I had to close my eyes, my, my natural eyes to the world. Right. If I don't pray like so-and-so, it doesn't mean that I don't have a relationship with God. If I don't praise and worship, if I, if I don't cite the the word, like someone else that doesn't take away my relationship with God, because God is looking at our heart. Mm -hmm. so what is your heart posture yeah and so i had to be intentional i couldn't just go to church on sunday and then not do anything monday through saturday and then get ready for church on sunday again no during the week i had to open my bible i had to get on my knees and pray i had to put on my worship music i had to come into fellowship with other believers
0: yeah yeah
2: you know and so that's was so important. Your relationship, God, is is your relationship. Whether you spend ten minutes, thirty minutes, an hour mm-hmm, with God mm-hmm. every day, that's between you and God. Because the thing is, it's not about the quantity, but the quality, right?
0: Mm.
2: I can speak, spend ten minutes with God, and it changed my whole life. Yeah. Where someone can speak, spend an hour. And they walk away with nothing.
1: Yes, yes, because it's it's it, the key to the relationship is that it's not a performance, right? Like it, you don't have to perform for him. That's why I tell. Oftentimes, I've had people ask, like, you know, even down to my kids. But I've had adults, you know, who are struggling in their faith, who really want to know, like, well, I don't know how you, how to pray. And I say, well, I'm I'm going to tell you that the word says that you know you go to the Lord's prayer that is a simple prayer that's that you can start there but I'm gonna tell you how I talk to him just like I'm talking to you mm-hmm. and he could be a Bama. he could be slim he can be he can be that in that moment if I if we we, if we talking because sometimes that's what he is right he knows like you said he knows my heart so I'm not being disrespectful but I'm saying like Slim, you knew this was going to happen and you let it happen anyway. That is that is my relationship with him, right? And then there's times where he is Abba. It's times where he is father. It is times where he is God. Like I am saying, like I am worshiping and doing all those things. And so your relationship is your relationship. Just like you said, how I talk to you, how we talk to, it's not your business. It's not, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not the way, it, it I think that's the difficulty that people think it's supposed to look like, with my air quotes for those who can't see me, it's <laughs> supposed to look like something and it's not supposed to look like anything, it's supposed to look like whatever it is, you and him are in agreement, it is not a group conversation, it is a one-on-one personal conversation because guess what, I don't even have to use my voice and God knows I'm talking to him but the only, and I, I can hear him without it being, and I know in my spirit, but that's because I have a relationship with him, right? Just like you have a relationship with your kids, you can just look at them, and they'd be like, okay, let me get my stuff and go. You ain't gotta say no words, but that look would be like, my mother just told me, get my stuff, go, <laughs> and go on upstairs, okay? Like, and so I, we have to build to that. And, you know, I don't want y'all, if y'all listening to this, watching this, I don't want y'all to think we getting on y'all or anything like this, but I know what my assignment is, right? I know that my assignment is to help women slay their self-doubt, but that it's not, you can't do it by yourself. We have been doing stuff in silos and by ourselves for far too long and it's not working. God says, and it try him just try and see see if it works. I he is unmatched. he is you test him you said earlier people are fickle their love is conditional. It don't take much for people. We live in a season now where you can make one comment and people get canceled. Like, I don't even know how, who has the control? Like who is pressing the button and saying this person is canceled? And then when can they come back? Like, is there a time limit? You know what I'm saying? Like, those are the type of thing. It doesn't even make sense to me, but that's what it is. But God does not work like that. Even on your worst day, he's still like daughter, son. I love you. You still are mine. You, you are mine. Whether you recognize me or not, whether you acknowledge me or not, I'm still covering you. That is, I, child, I got now I got goosebumps. Okay, because <laughs> this is what happens when people, when God puts us in alignment with people who are on the same wavelength, right? Because there's things that we can say that you, know, I, we don't even need to say no words, and we know because if I think about my track record and I think about what God has done in my life baby i
2: can dance dance
1: dance 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 and we and, and or we can sit here in silence and just shake our head yes. right because who who would know who would be, you couldn't even imagine oh jesus we bought the we're not going to that um okay so i want to talk about your speaking what you do um all the things marcia cole like please tell the people um what it is that you do? What do you offer? What are you bring to the world? What is your assignment that God has given you to share with us?
2: My assignment is to truly help people see the beauty that in the path that God has them on. um, so by profession, I am a registered nurse. Okay. I, have a, I have a a heart that serves um, and so I have a a Zoom talk is called Faith Focus and Finish Strong, where every Thursday we go live on Zoom and just pour into the hearts of women, you Mm. know, meet them where they are, create a safe place where they feel safe, where they can hear stories of triumph from other women. Yeah. Know that God is no respecter of person, Mm. that if he did it for them, No, that he'll do it for them. Like he did it for you, he'll do it for me.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Just like he did it for David, just like he did it for Abraham, Sarah. Like he'll also do that for us. Yes. And also, you know, I speak, I speak in women's shelter, wherever, wherever. Anyone, you know, if they feel like I'm in alignment with their audience, Mm -hmm. with their vision, with their mission, that's 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 I live to be a voice for him. You know, because we live in such a a dark world. You know, we live in such a world where people are hurting, where people feel alone. And God is like, I want to use you. I want to shine my light through you in the darkest places. Mm. I want to use you to amplify your voice to set the captives free. I want people yeah. to believe again. I mm. want people to know that they are the generational curse breakers of their family. I want people to know the power they have in their mouths. Mm. You know, I've been through things in life and, you know, I just want to speak to someone real quick because you did not go through all you went through. Mm. For nothing good to come out of that. Mm. No, God promised. He said, I will repay you back everything that you lost. And I know you've lost some people. I know you've been hurt. I know you've been abused. But God says, I can still use that. Mm. Don't let the enemy lie to you. Don't let the enemy make you feel that you have been forgotten. Don't let the enemy make you feel that you are unlovable because God said, I can use that. I want to use that. You know, he said, you are forgiven. Mm. He said, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, he says, your name has an open door on it. Right? He says, your name has a book on it. You know, allow God to use you. Because God has placed people in your life that are assigned to you, that are waiting for you to show up. And you need to show up. I lost my 22-year-old brother in 2020. He got killed by his girlfriend. Mm. But my God, Mm. my God, the reason why I can still stand here and smile, the reason why I can say that, and then what less than two years later, the court system let her out. Mm. (laughs) my God, and I can still say, My God. See, just because I'm a Christian, it doesn't mean that my life is easy. Yes, my sister says being obedient. Like, do you think I want to wake up every day and smile and encourage others and give and serve others when I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna pay my bill? When I keep getting calls from my son's school and mm. I'm dealing with bad doctor's report, but yeah, I still trust him yeah. because I've seen what he has done in my life and those around me. And I know that he will make all things. He didn't say some. Mm, he said, mm. all things work for the good of those who love me and who have been called according to my plan. God is going to turn that thing around. Mm. God, what you may feel is mess is a message that he's going to use to free some people. That test is just your testimony. When I'm going through things right now, I'm just like, God is just adding add to my testimony. It's good. yeah. yeah. just adding to my testimony. He's going to take that pain, allow him to take that pain and turn it into power, praise and purpose. Mm. You didn't go through that just to sit there and soak in it and to continue to hurt. Allow God. God is the one that can turn that thing around. He's the one. He's the one. He's a God that shows favor. Mm. He is the king of glory. He is our comforter. He is our prince of peace. He is our Jehovah Jireh, the Lord that provides. He is our Jehovah Shalom, the Lord of peace. Oh, God, he is a Jehovah of the Lord that heals. He said by every stripe, you are healed. Mm. Nothing, nothing can keep you away from the love of God. Nothing. I don't care what they say. I don't care what the enemy plants into your mind. God says you are loved. Oh, God, thank you.
1: said, Mm-mm. let me say something. You just free somebody, okay? and." If y'all, are, what I, I just said in, in silence, right? You don't need to, you, sometimes they, they all know words, but you just bless somebody, you just free somebody, somebody you said, you don't know who you There's somebody who is listening to this, who is watching this, who needed to hear that. They needed that reassurance. They needed that confirmation. They needed that affirmation. They needed to be reminded of who God is, Right. In a world, in in a broken world and in this, whatever this is right now, sometimes those things can get lost. Sometimes those things can get forgotten because social media is telling you this. TV is telling you this. The conspiracy theories are telling you that. And you forget where it started in the beginning was him. Period. This, That's it, right? And so we have to remember as we're on this journey and this thing we call life, right? That if you have the foundation of God, he is there. He is just waiting for you to follow him. He's waiting for you to make the decision that he that He already, like you said, he already has the plans for us. He already knows. He's just waiting for you to make the decision to follow his plan and to stop following yours. And you keep thinking that, It would be better if you handle it yourself. And the both of us are here telling you, it's not. You're going to have the same trials. You're going to have the same tribulation. You're going to have the same heartbreak. You're going to have the same disappointment. You're going to have the same failures. You're going to have all of those things that you are getting now and you are receiving now. You will have all of those same things on this walk and you will still have the peace of God you will have that joy and that peace that even when things aren't going well, you can still say, but God, because I know, I know that this is going to work out for my good. I know that there's something else on the other side. Even if it doesn't look like the way I want it to look like, God is going to use that that pain for my purpose. That God is going to use that disappointment for my destiny. Like it's going to be, Yo, I'm we we out here preaching and I just like it's not, it just I be I saying. I already be knowing. You already be knowing. Okay. This is the reason why I needed you here so the people would know. Okay. So I want you to tell the people how they can connect with you. Um, so I know that um we are doing this episode out you know I already say we're recording this episode before your event but it's going to air after your event but you have this annual conference the one I told you I spoke at um I want you to share with them what they missed because by the time they hear this they would have missed it but what they can look forward to for next year so tell us about the conference and then tell us about how people connect with you
2: Okay, so Annually, I have a conference to celebrate the anniversary of my Zoom talk. Um, and this year, we are turning three.
1: Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Mm. Happy anniversary. Yes,
2: Three. Three is such a powerful, biblical number. Mm. So we are turning three. And so every year in celebration of that, we have what is called the Living Free Conference. And living free means living by faith, rooted equipped, and evolving. Mm. And it's a three-day conference. Um, The first three days are virtual. The last day is virtual and in person. And we just have such powerhouse, transformational, dynamic speakers who come male and female. Um, We have a men's panel, which is always the crowd. Oh,
1: yes.
2: Well, we have men of God who come on and just share with us Um, We have like questions that we ask them and then we have such dynamic women who just comes and our goal is to help people start their journey to walking free. And for those Mm. who've already started the journey, how to stay free,
1: Mm.
2: you know, because life is going to keep life (laughs) in every day. (laughs) And so our hope is that we can be able to come into agreement Right. And I know you asked me earlier, like, what are some practical tools? And one thing that I didn't get to say was you got to open your mouth. Mm. You got to open your mouth and you got to declare a decree. The word of God, you got to open your mouth and use the power in the name of Jesus.
0: Mm. No,
2: because the word says that the battle is already won.
0: Yes, he that yes. is in me
2: is greater than he that is in the world. Jesus said that you can take heart because he has already conquered the world. So everything that you face is already conquered mm-hmm. before you even walk into the the ring. You you're already victorious. Yes, and see the enemy knows that, but see the enemy also knows when we don't know that. Hmm. Right. So you got to go confident. The word says numerous times be strong and courageous do not fear yep god is letting you know that it's not gonna be easy so i don't know why anyone would ever think that it would be easy like anyone email me and send me the scripture where it says that <laughs> because i still haven't found it yet
1: yes yes yes
2: and so you got to open your mouth power is in the tongue Mm -hmm. open your mouth be mindful of what you're speaking over your life what you're speaking over other people and speak truth it doesn't matter what people are saying about you doesn't even matter the thoughts that are going on in your head if you continue to speak those things out loud and defeat those thoughts and capture Mm -hmm. those thoughts and speak his truth they gotta go the word says that the enemy will come at you at one in one direction. But mm. God will make him flee in seven directions. You got to open your mouth and speak yes. the word of God over the situation. You know, I know what science says. When you go to the doctor, I hear you, doc. I know what science says. But let me tell you what my God says. Yeah. My God says that I am a healing. And every day you wake up and say, I am healed. You place your hand on whatever that body part is and say, I command you. Because the word says that The in the name of Jesus, everything must bow down. Mm -hmm. And you tell that thing to bow down. And you ask God, God, help me come into alignment with your plan for me. Because maybe his plan is for you to go home.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: You know, maybe that's his plan. Maybe he can do more with you there than here.
0: Yeah, Yeah.
2: If you know who God is, you'll be willing to go. Mm. Take me Cause you know where you're going. You and
1: you going. And I just wanted to add when you said, uh, you know, we say that we're afraid or whatever. If you remember, uh, Jesus did not want to get on that cross. Okay. He prayed and was like, you know, maybe maybe we can do this another way. Is if this is if this can't I know you got options, right? But but in the end, after he complained, after he had a temper tantrum he said but if it is your will right and so we're not telling you you can't complain about (laughs) him we ain't telling you, you can't fuss at him and be like lord i don't want this i don't i don't want this thorn i don't want this struggle i don't want this thing but if it is your will because whatever god brings you through it is. i said at the top of this it is to be able to bring somebody behind you, right? Because all of this happening is, you, you, it, baby, if you read the Bible, it is repetitious of oh, yeah. today, right? It is not, that's why, again, we say it's a living word. It is repetitious of what's happening today. So when you're able to see certain things happen, he's he already fixed that. He already rules over that. He already ended that. He already saved that. He already healed that. He's proven time and time again, Okay, yes, this is going to come, this is going to happen, but with me, the word says, Apart from me, you can do nothing. That's the part that we be forgetting, right? That in and even for like the last two years, I say like twenty 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 nineteen 2019 episode, like last year, I stood on the same scripture. Judges 6, 14, go with the strength you have. I am sending you because I kept trying to figure out, well, if I do this and if I do that, and he's saying to your point earlier, you have everything you need. It's already inside of you. But that was my reminder. I would tell myself when I my self doubt would show up and I would be like, uh, I don't know how to do this. God says, go with the strength you have. I am sending you. So if I am sending you. You don't have to worry about the rest. Just go with what you know. Go with what you already have in your hand. I will supply the rest of it. And I was just like, okay, Lord, like we're going to see what's going to happen. Does it always turn out the way you want it to? No. But guess what? It'd be like three months later, something happened. You'd be like, this seems so random. No, it ain't. Ain't nothing random. Ain't nothing. Uh, He already knows. He already knows. Marcia, thank you for today. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your voice. Thank you for your yes. Okay. Like that, like I said, sometimes the silence is when you say yes to God and you say yes to the assignment and the purpose that he puts on your life. You only know if you say yes and you meant it. I'm just I'm just say it like that's a lot of people to say yes, but they don't mean it because it means you have to show up. It means you have to do things differently. And I appreciate you for using your voice. Right. And I appreciate you for sharing it with other women and bringing other women and encouraging other women to use their voice. That is what we're doing here. That is these are the assignments that God gives us is so that we can bring up others. So. Thank you so, so much for all that you do. I appreciate you. And thank you for doing the show.
2: I want to thank you, sis. I want to thank you for your consistency. Oh, thank you. Because I know that, you know, like we say, life be happening. But you've been so consistent mm. with this, you know. And for those who don't know, like like she said, like being obedient, it's not easy. Because when you've been called to a certain platform, those attacks that come, those enemies those adversaries that we have to deal with, we, some I want to give up sometimes. I want to give in, but then God reminds me, he reminds me of who he is mm-hmm. and who I am. And I just want to, I just want to, I just pray that God continues to show you favor.
0: Yes, thank I know you. that
2: God is already have opened doors, have put your name on people's minds mm. that you don't even know yet that your name is being spoken in rooms that you haven't even entered Mm -mm -mm. for people of influence, people of power. And God is saying, there is more, Mm. there is more. He is saying there is more. He said, because of your obedience, because of your faithfulness, he said, you have not seen anything yet. Mm. And see what people don't realize is I don't care like about the bunny. You know what I'm saying? My reward is in heaven, right? My reward is when people come back to us and tell us something that, that we said to them. Yes. Something that they heard and helped them keep pushing. Mm-hmm. So those are the testimonies that you're going to have, you know, because of you, generations are being healed. Mm. People are starting businesses that they never seen happen in their life, their, their generation. Yeah. You know, people are buying houses, People are applying for promotion. Yes, yes. People are amplifying their voice because of you. They are slaying self-doubt without even thinking about it. Yes. It's actually happening because of your faithfulness Mm. and your kids and your household, your marriage, your finances will forever be blessed. Mm. And God is going to multiply, triple, quadruple everything that you saw on a daily basis because this is just not all you do
1: yes yes that it's is a word all you do. <laughs> yeah i've
2: received
1: that i've re- i've received it okay thank you so much and um you know it feels good to be seen right and even when you don't think that you're as consistent as you want to be and there's always more there's other things that you want to do um it is humbling to me and an honor every single time somebody says yes to be on this show that they know the impact that it has that they are that they are honored to be asked to be on the show and I'd be nervous sending them the pictures like please lord please let these people say yes right like so i i am grateful um and so i'm so grateful to you for our relationship our friendship we be texting each other back and forth like it's not just for show when you get in relationship with people and they are in alignment with what god has for you baby we just we better. up watch out watch out um uh, so thank you so much Marcia for joining us um I will make sure all your information is in the show notes and that people can get connected with you so they can make sure that they make it to the next um conference that they can hop on to your zooms um and, and just get connected with you so that they can experience you firsthand um just like today okay she giving this to y'all every single week she said every week she gave mm-hmm. me y'all this so make sure y'all can get connected with with Marcia. Um, any final words before we go, Marcia? Um,
2: my last final word is I got a question that I would love the audience to meditate on.
1: Mm, okay, y'all should give it your homework.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I want to, I, I want you to really think about this. And this is something that I ask myself every day. Mm-hmm. Um, What is dying because you refuse to show up You know, what is dying because you refuse to show up? Who is dying because you refuse to show up? It's time for you to show up. Like I said, you already have everything you need. Oh, you don't have the finances? God said, I will provide every one of your needs. You don't have the resources, the time. God says, don't worry about that. Walk in that room. You don't have the title. He said, I will put you in rooms that you didn't even have to pay for. Ooh,
1: ooh, ooh, trust ooh. God,
2: trust the pro- process. And just show up.
1: Girl, you're not going uh See, now you're going you gonna to force me to do a part two. We're going to have to do a live or something because this right here, y'all y'all just make sure y'all stay connected with with both of us because I already know because that you you ended with a loaded question like that ain't even fair but I'm gonna put it in the show notes anyway because it's a real question what is dying because you are not showing up what is dying because you are not slaying yourself down period okay that's what that's what she's asking you so y'all if when this episode airs and as you're listening to it Um, If you would like to answer that question in the comments underneath the the posting of, you know, the the episode on Instagram. Y'all know y'all should be following me on Instagram. slaying stuff out everywhere. Um, (laughs) Excuse me. Answer that question. If you if you feeling froggy and you want to jump, go ahead and answer that question. Because, listen, once you put it out there and once you open your mouth. The Lord that is action. That's an action you're taking because you didn't said it. That means that you know. But I, I really do want you to think about that. Marcia, again, thank you so much. I appreciate appreciate you. Y'all, thanks for tuning in. Until next time. See ya. Bye.